what's going on? Welcome back to the podcast, which uh, has a tentative name. I don't know. Uh, we're talking about your Toronto Blue Jays. My name is Drew Fairservice. I'm joined, of course, as always, by the constant. Old Reliable. Old Reliable. Mr. Old Andrew reliable. Stoughton, how are you? I'm well. I wish we had a name. I wish more people would come up with better names. Not that I appreciate the names that people have come up with, but... Like everybody else, I'd like this to get on iTunes and we can just get on with that and I never have to answer that question again. I think we like the old name enough <laughs> that it's become very difficult to move on. That's, uh, it is an issue. Yeah. Because as evidenced by the the name, uh, we're very mature and uh, able to move on and accept these things and take them all in stride. Uh, speaking of taking them in stride, Blue Jays taking a couple one-run losses this week, which is, you know, ran into a good pitcher one day. Ran into a, I don't know, decent bullpen the other day. Yeah. That uh, Jake Odorizzi, Odorizzi uh, looked pretty good the other night. He did. He was yeah. uh, he was really good. Yeah. But uh, you know, we'll talk about all that. We got some topics, some hot topics from which perhaps a take or two will emanate. Uh, of course, we'll talk about the turf, talk about the pen, talk about the struggles, and uh, the security theaters. We're gonna have with the game experience. Oh, very nice. So yeah. with the game experience, and then we'll talk about like the the players. Who are on the field. How does that sound? Does that sound good? Works for me. I wrote this yeah. this whole outline template thing out, uh, and Stoughton doesn't get to see it. Yeah, that's also true. You yeah. live in this world, you see. I can wing it. That's that's my style, anyway. Speaking of winging it, uh, we have to talk about a couple other things. A couple bit, a bit of housekeeping. Of course, as always, we want to say thank you to everyone who contributes to the Patreon campaign. Everyone who, who, who listens at all. Uh, it means a lot. It keeps us going. And uh, we're happy to be here weekly now. Uh, we, there was somebody in the comments of one of the podcasts who said something about, all right, you made it to five. I'm in now. Uh, we made it to five and now onwards. And uh, so we're very thankful. And of course, you can you can check it out at uh, Patreon slash What's the Score. Other big important thing going on right now. Uh, we're totally watching hockey uh, while we're doing this. So if there's suddenly like a long, weird break in the game. Oh, winging it. That's what, that was where I was yeah, going with this. Yeah, I can see. The yeah. winging, because there was a go- horse shit. Slashing penalty called against P.K. Subban thrown out of the game. Garbage. It was it was garbage, yeah. It was garbage. I was watching the Blue Jays at that point. I I, I feel confident now. This is not like last week. I'm not mm-hmm. waiting for an epic bullpen collapse. I think they got this one that is going on as we record this. I didn't see the game, but I did see a GIF. So I think that's basically the same <laughs> thing. That's just as good as being there. I'm basically the referee. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, that's about it. And as soon as we come up with a name, even if we go with like solid regulars, which we kind of kicked around a little bit, it will end up on iTunes very soon. But of course, there's all the other places you can find it. Uh, SoundCloud being the most notable one. Also the only one. Yeah, that's, that's about right. If you have a pod catcher that uses like an RSS feed, there's a RSS available via SoundCloud. I put it in the link at the bottom of every podcast. So you can, uh, use whatever little app you use and, and that should work as well. Uh, another piece of, of uh, housekeeping that we got to take care of. Unfortunately, uh, Paul F. Tompkins couldn't make it this week. Yeah, uh, we'll still try and see if we can get him. He is filming Tears of the Moon right now, so he has been uh, kind of pulled away. Obviously, yeah. But uh, comes first, you know, we'll just hold on. We'll hold out hope that uh, that Paul F. Tompkins will make it here onto the podcast uh, about which is about to begin right after this uh, on Solid Regulars.
Okay, so the big news uh, this week was, of course, the home opener, which is... Uh, I feel like the home opener's bark may have been worse than its bite this year. Wait, yeah, but for sure. So much shit was talked about the home opener being a big, huge gong show, being a... Uh, what was it? A, an indoor St. Patrick's Day party. Everyone, you know, it it, it, it has a reputation that it earned. Uh, the years that I was going to the home opener every year, it was a fucking shit show. Yeah. Uh, it seems like they've toned it down a lot just because of constant vigilance as well as uh, security theaters. So we'll talk a little bit about... Uh, first, the the game experience of yeah. what it was like apparently like uh, at the dome this week. Uh, the security theater being the big thing, all these metal detectors. Yeah, that uh, was weird. Which is trash. It's ridiculous. Yeah, obviously, you know, <laughs> bowing to another country's bullshit security policies. That the fun thing it was. I don't remember where it was. It might have been on I don't know one of those websites where there was a security guy who came out and said in no uncertain terms like. The lineup is the soft target. As opposed to the people who are sitting in the dome <laughs> stadium, all these dopes standing around in the cold and the rain huddled together. If you're going to blow some people up, that's where it's going to happen. So rest easy. Next time you're uh, waiting in line to get wanded by some guy making minimum wage. Yeah, that's a, that's a warm thought. That's a warm thought. No, it, you know what? It didn't go too badly, though, to be honest. I didn't stand around in line for too long, and mm-hmm. I got there... I told everybody, you know, I did a bunch of interviews before. I wrote about it before. I'm like, get early, get there early. I showed up at like 6.30, 6.35. That's early. For me, that's extremely If you're there early. before first pitch, you're there early in yeah. my book. So, But anyway, I thought that, that it would still be a mess at that point, and it wasn't. And I, I thought it would be more of a mess in the Dome as well, but it wasn't. Maybe it's because it was a Monday night. I know there have been ones that are like Friday nights that have been, I don't know if that was last year or two years ago, uh, where it was more like the... Uh, the god for years that we all remember so fondly and uh i do remember them fondly i had some great great times with some of those opening day some of, <laughs> not, not neither of us know why would i ever say anything bad about paul godfrey he's awesome no not not no i mean the opening day yeah I, no I, I, I have nothing to say about paul godfrey no for sure absolutely not uh, <laughs> no like the uh yeah it, those were obviously shit shows they were fun but i mean this year there wasn't there wasn't the fighting in the 500s. I, w- I, so- I went looking on Twitter. I was like, maybe I'll find a video of someone, someone getting punched in the face in the 500s. No. Nothing. I like, think it's- it wasn't even... Was it last year or the year before? There was like one where a girl threw a guy's glasses off the 500s. Like this guy mm-hmm. just trying to not like take the bait from this piece of trash person. And yeah, that it wasn't that long ago. Like I think all the writing... I mean, I'm guilty of it. All the stuff about, oh, what, what are we in for? This is going to be crazy. Mm-hmm. Uh yeah, it was overblown. I don't think the security theater garbage had anything to do with that. It wasn't like it wasn't weaponry that was going no. on in the stands back then. It was just drunken idiots, which is a weapon in its own right. I suppose so. I, I, I assume. I'm sure people can attest in the comments. I assume that you could still smuggle a plastic Mickey bottle in and be on your way. The one thing can we talk about something real quick, which is the whole amateur night meme that's going on and on and on. Yeah. Like, like maybe we could take it take it easy with the amateur night talk. <laughs> like any other night, you go to the dome. There's all these fucking guys calculating W <laughs> win probability added in real time or keeping score sitting there. No, there's, there's fat cats in tuxedos. Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah. Yeah, but but who they really appreciate the game. Yeah. They're out there, you know, purple pros and explaining <laughs> to their maidens beside them like they're Peter fucking gammons going on and on. No. There's always douchebags there. There just are all douche. Like there's just more people there on opening night, or just maybe relax and shut up and have some fun. Yeah, I'm okay with that. But it's over, and now people did have fun. Uh, another thing, our uh, 
friend Sam Sutherland. He had a good tweet, which is, you can bring in all kinds of shit. This is true. Food, you can bring in whatever you want. Bring a whole goddamn pizza. They're not going to say no. Yeah. Next time you're at the door, bring in. Bring some sandwiches. Bring whatever you want. As long as it's not going to stab anybody. It's just for stabbing your stomach with goodness. Bring a pizza. Bring some hummus. Bring some pitas. (laughs) Whatever. They can't stop you. Have yourself a time out there. No peanut butter, though. That's not cool. I would rather they didn't. There's so many nuts at the ballgame. It doesn't matter. Not in the peanut-free sections. I think those are just reserved for a very few and far between games. Really? I believe, yeah. That's crazy. Eh, You'd think they would at least try to, you know. Just don't eat it on the goddamn bus or on any public transit. Don't eat any food that anyone can smell if they're not in your immediate vicinity. Don't eat on public transit at all. Seems that's that's the rule of thumb I think you should go with. Just don't eat. Yeah, I like that one. And the other side, the big story of the week that goes with uh, opening... The home opener and everything is, of course, the turf. People making all kinds of shit about the turf. Oh, are people, do people talk about the turf They've all? been talking about the turf. Yeah. The king himself, <laughs> John Morosi. Did you know John Morosi went to Harvard? I, yeah, I did know John Morosi went to Harvard. Wow. And he's, a, he's from Michigan. He <laughs> decided to say that the, baseball is monitoring the situation at the Rogers Center with the, with the turf. Uh, which Jeff Blair had a comment today that said, no, they haven't had any contact with Major League Baseball about it. <laughs> if you do recall, the commissioner himself was there on on Monday night. Maybe that's, there you go. There to monitor the turf. The turf is playing slow. It's yeah. full of that shit. Of course, as Drupal Cabrera got a rubber pellet in the eye, yeah. which brought a lot of attention, a lot of slow-moving balls. You know, they, pe- Ari Dickey walks out and throws the ball. It's slow. And then, ooh, it's in every piece that everybody wrote. Yeah, it's slow because it's the first week. It's yeah. going to be, it's, it is already fine and it will continue to be fine. And it just, it so happened that, you know, the, the opener, not a lot of balls got through the infield. Mm-hmm. Slow turf, yes. We've now seen plenty of balls get through the infield, almost like a normal field. It is slow. There mm-hmm. was one uh, here on Wednesday night where <laughs> Kevin Pillar hit a quote unquote double that, uh, uh, Dior Navarro scored on or went to third on from first base, which like it was a double. No, he scored because he went to second on the. Oh, that's the play right. That's before. right. Yeah. Yeah. I, knew it was, I knew it was two bases for Navarro on a yeah. ball that was like a single that just died in the grass. <laughs> but I mean, it, it, was, it was absurd. But whatever, they're both playing on the same field. It works both ways. There were a couple, a couple balls hit in one inning that were the the players hit like infield singles because they weren't hit as as quickly. And then the other side of it is the double play that the Blue Jays turned with Jose Reyes. So there's a ball that he has no hope of getting to. Ever, yeah. Ever. Yeah. But it's slowed down enough. It's just, you listen to people talk, like, oh, the pitchers are going to love the slow infield. Except, of course, when it's the batters getting extra bases or like you got infield singles. <laughs> yeah. Or it's just not going to matter. You hit the ball squarely, it's going to get through. I think I think that's the bottom line. Yeah, for sure. And it's, you know, it's fine. It looks better. Mm-hmm. Uh, if it looks better, if it keeps... Oh, that slash is garbage. Mark Stone, you piece of shit. He was back on the ice in like three shifts. Meanwhile, Subban's out of the game. Look at... What's that guy? Elliot Friedman, incredulous. I don't know if he looked... Does he, does he do incredulous? Does he do credulous? I don't know. He's commented on the on the blog before. Freed, back in the day or like of late? Sometimes of late. he'll some, I think... Uh, He's sneaking in. Someone who claimed to be him stood up for Howard Eskin when Eskin was like, said <laughs> Batista for uh, uh, Dominic Brown like a year ago. And he's like, I don't know if this is true, but Howard Eskin's like a real reporter who does stuff in football, claimed he was freed. 
don't want to don't want to put that on the real Freed because it could have just been a, a, a random person. Maybe it was. Anyhow, I think the, we've been a little sidetracked here. We have. Oh, look, there's Subban just losing his mind over there. He's not happy. As you can all see on your. As you can see here, <laughs> between twelve and eighteen hours from now. Yeah, but no, I think this. I think the turf is going to be a uh, a, a wonderful uh, thing for the Jays. To be honest, like mm-hmm. it's gonna if it keeps the guys healthy. You know, if Encarnacion's back doesn't flare up, if but you know if Batista mm-hmm. doesn't get the nicks and stuff that he'll always get, if Reyes stays healthier, is able to increase his range a bit. Uh, what's not to like about that, really? You know, you could you got guys with speed who can use it to their advantage. Pompey can bunt for singles. You know, Jose Reyes, assuming he stays healthy, can, can do that too. You know, that's going to work against them sometimes, but... The most important thing is that it's soft, so they're not standing out on an airport tarmac in yeah. the middle of the summer. Yeah. Standing there, it's it's hard, and it's it's beating up their bodies. Yeah. That's all that really matters. No, absolutely. The play... Now, there, there is one... There is well, but one they'll learn thing. to take advantage of it, too. They'll learn better than their opponents when nah, they have to charge a ball. They when they, Like, you know, we saw Longoria got handcuffed by one on Wednesday night here. Uh, like, the, a ball, it just bounced, it didn't bounce as high as he was expecting it to bounce, being a person used to playing on a surface that isn't garbage. Of this earth. Yeah, basically. And, uh, you know, that happened, that happened to Josh Donaldson, too, but he managed to corral it and then throw it into the first row. Uh, as is Josh Donaldson's as want. As he wants to do. But the Jays will become more used to this. And uh, I think that's a little bit over, I, I, overstated. I know. Well, it's, it's just, it's as much as it was on the previous turf, which MLB was not monitoring. Can we talk about George Strombolopoulos for a quick second? Love him. Love Strombo. Yeah. Malton kid, keeping it real. What's with the Regis Philbin, like, tie thing he's got going on? Like, the tone on tone? Like, just Strombo. Just throw on, like, a different colored tie, bud. Just let us see it. Oh, You've already I, sold out. You're it's done. I don't care how shiny that suit is. You're a suit. At Easter, my my sister and I were talking about this a little bit in the car about Strombo's about hockey night, and then my and then she made the mistake of of saying something positive about Strombo in front of my dad, which was not a good idea. <laughs> it turns out. Greek Regis just <laughs> killing it out there. Uh, the one thing that I had you uh, block quoted somebody from somewhere. About the, I appreciate the attention to detail, <laughs> <laughs> but it was the big the, the thing that this this new style of what is it called three D three D extreme yeah. or whatever it's yeah. like they're naming it, it's like is it a, is it, it, a, is it a can game, of rock star or is it a playing yeah, yeah. It's three yeah three D extreme but it was supposed to keep the pellet spray down which is if you all the photos after on after Monday night and uh, guys diving around balls exploding on the grass not happening right now right now so maybe there's a chance that it wasn't installed correctly maybe they guess maybe theoretically so maybe it's something that they'll fix maybe they'll bring someone from astroturf tm down to poke around and and get it right i think it's playing the way it's supposed I think it's to play fine. i think it's it's gonna firm up but it's gonna get slower as the year goes on and people are gonna bring i remember the old turf i i have wear jeans with like cuffs in them and i would go home after a day on the on the turf, at, and I would open my jeans, and it's just so much of that shit would fall out into the carpet. The toxic just piles like, of yeah. uh, former tires. Yeah, former tires. Chinese newspapers. Yeah, yeah. I almost went somewhere there, uh, <laughs> but yeah, it's Thankfully it's not. At, the, at the very least, keep the guys healthy. I think that's the only thing. What did? How did you uh, feel like that? It looked when you were there. I thought, I mean, for artificial turf where you can still clearly see the seams, it's really bright green. Mm-hmm. Um, but it but like bright, bright grass green or 
No, like, I didn't. Like neon shock green, like back in the day. Uh, like neon shock grass green, but mm. I didn't think it like. Uh, I, I it didn't look mangy like the previous one. Like maybe that <laughs> maybe it will over time, but like. The, there was a picture that somebody posted that was contrasting the two, and it's like, yeah, mangy is exactly it's, how I would describe oh, it, it. Yeah, it was terrible, terrible. Yeah. No, so it's I don't know, it's better, it's better to look at for sure. Yeah, cool. All right, we're gonna take a quick break. We're gonna come back. We're gonna talk about the actual Blue Jays and the actual players who play on the team. Thank you to the people who graciously contribute and participate in the Patreon campaign. Uh, this got Sean Tomlinson, great football writer. Check him out if you like the NFL, of course. Our boy, Shawnee Tom. Scott Johnson, king of the gifs, king of the shirts, king of the world, really. Oh, yeah. Uh, Sandy McKay, the bang, the sigh. Uh, I don't know about that. He's a garbage clown. He is, he is uh, <laughs> speaking of garbage clowns, formerly the Smasher. Great guy. And I, Andrew I'd Rich. Be, I'd be surprised if the Smasher doesn't. He's entitled. He is entitled. Uh, also, uh, uh, Edward O'Dwyer, uh, Jason Dasovich, Robin Oliver, uh, or is that? Uh, no, that's Oliver. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Ian Frederick, Evan Green, and Jonathan Norris. Uh, thank you guys so so much. Uh, this has been overwhelming. Overwhelming, like our real love for Devang, who is actually one of the greatest guys we know. Right, about TFC. So look him up if you're into the uh, European kick hockey. So as much as we all expected and hoped, the Blue Jays are not going to go 162-0 and 0 this year. Uh, I know that that was, you know, maybe not a realistic dream, but it was a dream nonetheless. Yeah. Uh, there are lots of things to be excited about, I think, so far. Again, it's, it's very early, but uh, I think we would agree that Devin Travis has been a pleasant surprise. I think so, yeah. In the way that he swung the bat. And the way like that he's, he's turned the double play, too. Like a lunatic, actually, standing in there getting beat up. Yeah. He doesn't give a fuck. Yeah. But no, looking good. And like, he's just he's just, you know, fringy enough with the bat that you don't care if he gets <laughs> if he gets you know run over like that. I think his, his you a, care, but his approach at the plate and he hit a home run tonight. There's definitely no reason to be running out be calling the Phillies every day and be like, Can we have Chase Utley now? Well, yeah, no, we have sure. Chase Utley now. For uh, sure. The other side of that coin, there's some guys who are struggling a little bit. Dalton Pompey maybe not swinging the bat so well. He's very young, not very experienced. I think, well, we've talked about he doesn't really have to swing the bat that well for him to be mm-hmm. a useful piece here and uh, to have a successful year. He's got to play defense. And also, you know, Kevin Pillar is right there. And when Michael Saunders comes back, you know, Dalton Pompey doesn't have to play all that much. Absolutely not, not the worst case scenario at all. Yeah. And, uh, you know, whether or not you believe in Kevin Pillar as an everyday center fielder, and I don't think I believe that Michael <laughs> Saunders is an everyday center no. fielder. But, uh, you know, you, you run that risk. If, if both of them hit, if Pilar hits like this awesome Matt Carpenter hybrid that I... <laughs> you that, totally as, called it. As I totally called, which, you know, I'm good at doing that. Uh, <laughs> uh, that's not bad. Okay, the one, though, the one we have to talk about, of course, is uh, Russell Martin. Yeah. It looks like garbage. It's been pretty bad, yeah. Yeah. 
Now, obviously, it's very, very early, and he uh, it was Blair or somebody tweeted something out suggesting he is a slow starter. Yeah, he slowed. He started slow in two years, where he ended up uh, kind of garbage. <laughs> Duly noted. <laughs> no, one only one of those years was he really garbage. One he was just <laughs> he ended up you know league average with. Uh, League average, and then middle of the pack among like starters with I think three hundred fifty innings uh, played for the year, uh, and then when he hit two ten or two eleven, I think. So I I didn't feel it was a really convincing argument of he hey he's a, he's a slow starter but go and well and one of the you know one of the years was his first year in Pittsburgh which mm-hmm. you know had to learn a new staff. Uh, which is a thing that he's doing here, which people are, you know, kind of ready to give him a break on, I think. And, mm-hmm. and you know, a lot of the spring was sort of him focused on learning to catch Dickey, learning how, you know, what all these other guys are, are throwing and where it's going to go. And, and mm-hmm. you've seen that that's kind of a work in progress at times, too. Um, and ultimately, I think people should know that that's, you know, they brought him here to be a great defensive catcher and game caller and guy who can steal strikes from... For their pitchers and be a quote unquote leader for whatever that's worth if you really buy the non tangible things. Uh, and then to hit a bit, but I don't think they expected him ever to be the guy who had a 400 on base last year. I hope they didn't. Mm, you don't give $82 million to Rene Rivera. No, you don't. You, you don't. want you want to pick up a framer, those guys, the fucking landscape is littered with those guys. Yeah, that's They true. brought him here. Okay, so they, he's they paid, no, they paid. Ta- they paid tax, they paid Canadian tax on him. Because yeah. they want him to be here and be a visible leader guy that they can market, whatever. That's fine. Uh, I think it's entirely possible, and I don't fault him at all. And I think it's that he's just squeezing the bat a little bit. Yeah, no, that could entirely be a thing, too. It's so easy to say that... I feel like it's kind of a tired narrative. Like, all these guys get their money, and then they get popped. Or, sorry, they get their money, and then they stop trying. They get their money, and then they, they don't... Like, no, this is, like, legit life-changing money. For even somebody like Russell Martin, who's made a lot of money in his career, it's still a crazy amount of money. It's still a crazy amount of pressure that he's going to put on himself. Nobody wants to come to his hometown and fucking suck. No. He doesn't want to do that. Especially out of the gate when you know you're stuck here for five years if it goes completely badly. Like, yeah, nobody's just like, well, whatever, I made my money and it's fine. And... The reason that I think that there might be something to that, and the reason I think that it's not just like, oh, it's a small sample size, it's variance, it's whatever, it's like, they dropped him in the order almost right away. Yeah. Which is, like Very a, to me, is like a, you're at, you're turning in terrible at bats. And it's been going on, so, you know, Montreal was bad, too. You know, that it, was, Yeah, like, absolutely it, it was. It's been going on. He had a hit on opening day, right? He had a, did he not get a hit in the first game? He, has, he, he, had, he has drove in the run, yeah. and then it's been nothing, basically, since. He's had a few walks. I'm not worried about him, but it's obviously something. It's it's a thing. It's yeah. a thing that's going on right now. The team scoring, you know, they didn't score that many runs against the Rays. Again, they ran into Odorizzi, who was off his ass. But uh, it's just something to keep your eye on, believing, knowing, knowing that he's going to come around. But right now, to what will he come around? I, I guess is the bigger question. I really think I that could... they, they again. You don't give a you don't give anybody that kind of money. You, there's an expectation of him being even if it's a if it's a league average. Hitter, not like a league average hitter for the position, league average hitter for anybody. That has that's like a baseline. Like it's got to be at least league average. Yeah, but you don't you don't give away Syndergaard and Darnold for a guy you think is just going to be a fourth starter, innings eater kind of guy either, right? I mean, don't they, you? they might they they're capable of making a, a poor decision. Well, uh, I'm not saying okay. this is no, at no, all. Like, no. that's, it's absurd to even be talking about that like that at this point. I'm just saying. The baseline to which he should rise to 
I don't know if we know what that is because his career has kind of been all over the map and the last couple of years have been good and last year was especially good. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I would hope that as much as they saw the value in bringing him here, it wasn't because they thought he, you know, I wrote that thing that we pivoted off, uh, I think it was Dave Schoenfeld wrote mm-hmm. uh, for ESPN about it. Did he find Joey Votto's two strike approach? Mm-hmm. Uh, and last year with two strikes, uh, things completely changed for him, and it really helped him in a big way that he, you know, sort of just went to pay, tried to become a guy who was going to try to put the ball in play. Mm-hmm. Uh, suffered from, you know, lost a little bit of power for it, but uh, did much better with two strikes, and consequently had a better year. Uh, you know, is that who is that who he is now going forward? I would expect that the Jays thought that, and that the Jays were hopeful that that's going to be the case. But yeah, I don't know. I don't know. It doesn't. It doesn't have to necessarily be that he's a guy who's going to be a four hundred on base guy. He might. He's striking out like crazy. That's that's the the thing that is very unusual. Never struck out. Never been a big strikeout guy. Even his first year in Pittsburgh, he struck out about league average, and that was way high for him. Yeah. Uh, he's striking out. Obviously, again, it's very early. Way too early. Yeah. But he's got. He has twenty three plate appearances, and he has ten strikeouts coming into tonight. So, that's that's a it's big a number. That's yeah. a lot. Yeah, not something I expect to continue. But no. I, again, he's he. If you want to parse uh, motivation and intentions from actions, but like he's just swinging a lot of pitches that are like down and away, stuff that's off the plate. Yeah. No, I don't think. I mean, it's I think continue. he's taken some really good pitches too. I mean, I know yeah. this is like a Buck and Tabby thing that they've kind of talked about, mm-hmm. but like he, you know, they, they say it in in ridiculous terms, like, well, they just they're just pitching them good. They're just they're just specifically picking Russell Martin, and the pitcher is deciding, well, we'll pitch good to him. Mm-hmm. Uh, everybody else, we're just kind of fucking around out here. But Martin, we really want to make him look bad, so so we'll pitch well to him. But no, I mean, I I think I think it was yesterday against uh, Matt Andres. However, you might you might say his name that uh, you know he just made some good pitches that Martin took that looked like they could go either way and they went against Martin and you know that's why that's why we talk about sample sizes not having meaning this early because stuff like that happens and will even out by his you know be even out by his talent as it goes on. It's early. It's early, but it's something to monitor. I think I'm very happy with him out of the two spot though. Yeah. I, yeah. what the, so the, tonight the lineup was Josh Donaldson in the number two spot. Yeah. Uh, of course, I'm, I am now as I have been of the opinion that Jose Bautista should hit second on this team. Yeah. Uh, one real quick thing before we move on to the next thing, which is, uh, I would really like to see like a nice left-handed bat in the middle of that order. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie to you, it would be nice to see a left-handed bat. Didn't they have one of those guys at one point? Yeah, but who's that guy? He's not doing anything now, is he? What's his mom up to? Yikes! What are you insinuating? <laughs> I don't like where this is going one bit. Uh, I, I, I don't know. How does he become the bad guy there when it's like yeah, the medical staff didn't diagnose his broken foot until his mom said to get an R, to, to get an MRI? So I do wish that there was a left-handed bat in the middle of all that. Would be very nice. But at the same time, you got three you know, and four really good hitters in a what row. About, what about Justin Smoke? You got three and four <laughs> really good hitters right in a row. But again, that's something to... Very early, we'll keep it something to monitor. Yeah, how they how they manage the lineup. Hey, if it's Donaldson, Bautista, and Carnacion, cool. They've got some payroll too. Shadavidi was writing this week. They're underneath where they where they could max out. So they have you know if you think about it, it's prorated mm-hmm. salary. They have you know they have about five to eight million dollars. I think he wrote that they 
is is where they could go. But that, of course, you know, when you get two thirds of the way through the season, that becomes a, a bigger chip. Yeah, that becomes a fifteen to twenty four million dollar player. So Ryan Howard, in other words. <laughs> there you go. There's your big all the birds, hat. all the stones. Ryan Howard, <laughs> uh, in there. By the Howard way, Howard Utley for. Uh, for Smoke and Devin Travis. Howard and Utley for not hanging up the phone. <laughs> Ruined tomorrow, Junior. Come on. Yeah. Uh, other thing we want to talk about real quick is the bullpen. So, I'm excited to see both Miguel Castro and Roberto Osuna pitch 100 times this year. It seems like that's where it's at. 100 games pitched. Yeah. They're young. They're young. Run them out there. Why not? No, I'm worried. Are you? A little bit. Yeah. <laughs> Osuna. So I, watching Osuna the other night, I think I may have fallen in love. He's he's something. Yeah. He's quite clearly too good to be a reliever. Yeah, for sure. His like his little like his uh, uh, just he looks so looks so smooth, looks so natural. It's like oh, and then there's ninety seven exploding out of nowhere. <laughs> uh, yeah, really, really, I want to see him start. Uh, not this year necessarily. But the dude, he cannot stay back there. Yeah, I, which I don't think is their plan no. for him anyway. It should hope not. Well, I, 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 if you look at it, it's you know people get caught up in like he should be a starter. I've I've had conversations, people saying you know, well maybe at mid year they switch him to the rotation or something like that. He came back from Tommy John in like yeah. the middle of the summer last year. He pitched like forty five innings. That's the most he's ever pitched out you know uh, in live games as mm. as a pro. You know, who knows what he did in extended in his spring training. You know, last year when he was coming back from Tommy John, obviously there wasn't a lot for a good portion of that. Point being, he has not thrown a lot of innings in one calendar year ever before. Like, he doesn't have that. His arm hasn't been built up in that kind of way. Uh, so, yeah. so that Which I think is partly why the bullpen now makes sense. If, you mm-hmm. throw, if he was at 45 as the most innings he's ever thrown, okay, well, throw, put him in there. 80 innings this year. But they need to monitor the workload then. Yeah. Not have him up every other day. Yeah. And not have him pitching three days in a row, which I God, heaven forbid. A little bit. But there, you got to save something for October, you know? uh, Liam Hendricks, the emergence of Liam Hendricks as a one inning reliever is kind of, Gibby seems to like. The velocity was up. I didn't check Brooks or somewhere legitimate and see if it was like Mm. the stadium gun was Mm. reading weird yesterday or not, but that. Story continued that he, you know, the velocity was up. That's good. Sure. I'll take it. Absolutely. Why not? And the other thing to remember with the bullpen is provided they're able to kind of find that balance between doing what's right for the future of the team, for the future of those two young arms, and also what's right for the present of the, of the team. Not overwork these guys. Give them the rest they need. Don't let them, don't like let them work through some fatigue, which is inevitable. Yeah. It takes a village. So there's going to be Delabars and there's going to be all these other guys are going to get some up. It's going to get shots. So yeah. Guys oh, yeah. are going to get hurt. Guys are going to be ineffective and they're going to be out. Somebody else is, you know, is going to be in. And again, same thing as what we talked about. If they're looking, if they get real choosy and they decide they want to find a left-handed power bat, maybe they do that. Or if they decide they're going to get another, another reliever of uh, consequence, another reliever's name is not Aaron Loop. <laughs> not that I don't like Aaron Loop, but Jesus, Uncle that... Loopy's wild ride. Yeah, it can be. It can be something. He's gonna be. He's gonna be like the Paul, like a Paul Quantrill, or what was, what was that guy? There was the just the, one of those pitchers that um, 
that Joe Girard, Joe Torrey just drove into the ground, yeah. like made them pitching 80, 80 times a year for three years. And it's like now, his, now he can't lift his arm over his head. He'll <laughs> he'll never lift lift his children up to the ceiling. So, uh, but at least they won a ninety games at one time. Yeah, I could see Loop being that. Gibbons does like Loop. There's a lot of mm-hmm. does it, yeah. Sometimes it's weird about the lefty righty matchups. But they've been the bullpen's been fine. I think totally we can has, say yeah. that, right? We can say the bullpen. Cold Hines getting the job done when being asked to do things. And... The world is a Cold Hines, basically the bull, the world of relievers yeah. and the and Gibbons going to Castro in the seventh inning. Smart, awesome, love it. Yeah. Also, if you're a ghoul, you think, <laughs> hey, keep those saves down, keep that future hard reward down. Oh, but I did. I don't know. Someone, uh, the counterpoint someone made was. Just you're throwing it into chaos back there. Now it's chaos, and and who will who will reign? Rafael Soriano. Yeah, apparently, yeah. Rafael Soriano. He's, he's a lot of interest around the league in him. Obviously, yeah. they're beating down the door. Yeah. Uh, you know what? That's it. That's enough. You got to go do a thing. Yep. I don't have to go do a thing. Oh, you don't do a thing this time. Not this time. I'm doing a thing. I'm done with that. I was gonna. I was kicking around the idea of doing like an XJ of the day. Little category. It's kind of a little yeah. update. Somebody used to play for the Blue Jays, now it doesn't anymore. How's that going for you? Man, Coley Rasmus doesn't wear batting gloves anymore. Huh. He plays, for, he plays for the Astros. That's because he just he doesn't give any fucks anymore. He had a home run. He, uh, Colby Rasmus in left and Jake Maria's in center. How's, how's the parking situation for him there? You know the Astros are fucking terrible? I'm familiar, yeah. It's great. It is kind of great. It is kind of great. I was. I mean, I'll, I'll, I enjoy the Diamondbacks, you know, impending terribleness much more. I am enjoying the terrible terribleness of the Texas Rangers in a way that's <laughs> becoming unseemly. Like I really need to to Su- stop. Super oh, genius. Kevin Millar robbed a home run. What a boss! Super genius, John Daniels, not uh, not dragging his team out of the infirmary. It Live the life that the Blue Jays, Blue Jays fans, you and I are included, were desperate. Was uh, maybe take Prince Fielder off their hands? Yeah, yeah. Let's do it. Fielder and Darvish, they're living out our our dream. Maybe Fielder. They can be a Fielder. Um, yeah, that's it. Okay. <laughs> you know, we're ending with a bang. We don't want any more. Always do. Always so do. I think the important thing to take away from this is Prince Fielder is going to play for the Toronto Blue Jays this year. Ugh. Do the Jays have an Ian Kinsler they can trade for him? <laughs> Who would ever do that? <laughs> what kind of a lunatic would trade Ian Kinsler and his contract for Prince fucking Fielder? An idiot would do that. That is true. That's it for Mr. Andrew Stoughton. My name is Drew Fairservice. Thank you very much for listening, for participating, for commenting, for sharing, all that good stuff. Uh, iTunes coming soon if you are you know, inside of that poisonous ecosystem from which you can never escape. We'll, we got you. We'll throw you a line in there to Macworld. We're gonna, we're gonna, we're, actually, top secret. We're gonna on a, an Apple Watch app <laughs> for the two of us. It's gonna this, be really cool. Yeah, I, well, this is gonna be when when Paul F. Tompkins comes here. Mm-hmm. We're gonna roll that all out at once. He, yeah. if, if there's one thing I know about Paul F. Tompkins, and then let me tell you, I know a lot. He and I, thickest thieves. He is. <laughs> he has a lot of ins to uh, the VC community. A lot of a uh, lot of venture capital. Not oh okay. Not the Viet Cong. Yeah, I did think maybe it was. The As you thought he yeah. was some kind of a spy. Yeah, uh, he's not that old no. to be in with the VC. But uh, and Jose Bautista was showing off his Apple Watch the other day. 
As he would. Apparently, when you make $15 million a year, you get to do cool stuff. Does he make 15 or 13? I think it's 14. That's it's fucking fun. criminal, it by the really way. <laughs> what is it? Ray, uh, well, Martin's is backloaded, but yeah, like Reyes and Burley make more than him. And then Martin will. Uh, yeah. That would, <laughs> easy to forget. Easy to forget how much risk was involved in that deal when they signed him to five years after that one. Oh, I remember season. a couple of idiots being like, this is the dumbest thing. Why are they taking this risk? Should trade him. Do you remember the idiot that wanted to trade him like a year into the deal? No, I didn't remember that. There was one of the no. idiots. Not this idiot. There no? was another idiot of our of, that we are familiar with. Yeah. One of the trade. <laughs> it was the early days. It was a wild west back then. It really was. Yeah. Enough disparaging our good friends and colleagues. <laughs> That's it for this week's uh, podcast. We'll be back next week. <laughs> <laughs>